the world that we find ourselves in, the politics that we're seeing played out, I would like to see people pledge allegiance to Jesus first and foremost as followers of Jesus. I, I think that needs to happen. I'm Zach. And I'm Colin. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the House Plants Podcast. And it's deja vu all over again this week as we talk about music, media, and the mission of Jesus. Oh, and, and music and media and the, the mission, mission of, of Jesus. Jesus. Wait, wait, did we get that in the can? Yes. Music, media, and the mission, mission of, of Jesus. Jesus. You guys heard that, right? Jesus. Jesus. Okay, good. Awesome. So here's the thing, guys. For everybody listening, real quick, you just heard an awesome clip from Jacob Lee, our very, very first guest. On he the was our guest on the um, third, third episode. episode. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, on that great first episode of having a of a guest, we had some great enlightening things from Jake about his church and uh-huh. about his answer to the first and uh, everlasting he said question. That he thought that people should pledge allegiance to Jesus. We thought that was a really interesting little mantra to have, and so we've talked about that numerous times since then. Mm. And we've literally had this conversation numerous times since then. Yeah. As we have recorded this episode before. <laughs> yeah, so uh, real quick, we're going to make jokes all episode about how we've already said this. But we uh, we met last time, recorded some stuff with Bob. We had Bob with us, which you guys good won't buddy. even get to meet this time. And so uh, he's you'll su- see him next time. So he was supposed to be on this with us, and he was. But the recorded the recording got goofed up. Uh, if you guys remember from like Jason Rose episode or some other ones along the way, we've had some technical issues. Uh, but we do the best we can with what we have. And so uh, Bob helped us with tech, did all that he could. And then we had this recording problem. So you're going to hear this episode and then hear the next one. And the next one is going to assume that you heard from Bob last time. There's literally a lost episode lost in yeah. the digital space somewhere. As so it so, got erased. So if somehow, if somehow string theory is, is a thing and there's all, multiple realities out there then uh, surely there is one where Bob was on that episode and it was great. And it uh, <laughs> did not get lost to time yeah. and space. There you go. Um, All right. So from existence. But, so we're going to be talking about some awesome stuff today. But first, Zach, would you like to do a little worship? Let's do some worship. We're going to do. Um, I think we should nail this song this time because Watch us we've fail. had so many chances to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is To God Be the Glory. Um, pretty familiar hymn to people who sing a lot of hymns and uh, we're doing it just a little bit different style, but here we go. the sun and give him the glory 
drums that only is cool i might add a drum track just to the very very just to end. that part that's the only part just for fun i might go yeah. like have drums just fade in like can you add like ableton drums so that they also sound like perfect <laughs> like robotic yeah re- perfect and robotic in complete contrast to you i could try my best <laughs> all right so amen um real quick before amen, we pray indeed. zach what are we talking about today we are talking Again. about, and we are experts on this now. <laughs> <laughs> Even after three times, I don't know. We'll this see. episode is about all those pesky little things that can get in the way of our um, revealing of God's glory and our concentration on God's glory. Things that we refer to as idols. Yeah. And the question that brought this up uh, for me, at least, was kind of the debate that I've seen in the last few weeks. Um Heading towards the 4th of July. Um, it is now July 3rd when we're recording this. So tomorrow night. It is, up, it is upon us. It is upon us. So the, the last day time, of our country's birth. Last <laughs> time we recorded this, we're like, oh, we're a week and a half out. Yeah, we're yeah. good. Yeah. So, right. yeah. You guys will be hearing this on, I guess, Saturday or Sunday. So a few days after 4th yeah. of July. But it'll You'll be have time to slip out of your um, hamburger comas. There you go. And uh, come back to work and listen to us. But yeah, um, we were talking about whether it's appropriate or what kinds of tributes to America um, we should have in church. And does that distract from the message of Jesus? Is it uh, go along with it or is it something that's kind of contrary? And we kind of realized that you could open up that discussion on a lot of other things as well. Zach, wouldn't it be great if people just threw away the Bible, threw away everything they knew about Christianity and just listened to us and considered us great for just like having (laughs) this great podcast? Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be quite convenient for us, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then we could be the idol that everybody needs to like focus on. Is there an idol in your life? Well, there should be (laughs) (laughs) two actually Colin and Zach. No. Um, so (laughs) in that awkward springboard ahead, uh, we will, we should pray so that we we can keep ourselves humble and so that we don't feel like we're trying to become anybody's idol because of the way we've recorded this. I have no idea who prayed last time, but I'm going to go ahead and pray because I feel like you guys don't know Bob, but I think it was Bob. Yeah, it was Bob. Dang Mm. it. His prayers are so great too. He says, daddy. Yeah. All right. I well, hope he did it on the next one. <laughs> well, I will pray this time because I feel okay. like 60% of the time I make you do it. So, okay. Not a problem. God, thank you so much for bringing us uh, together again tonight uh, for another episode. Uh, thank you for the opportunity we had to um, discuss your word and, and uh, also to kind of meet with a community through the internet. Um, and we just thank you so much for the gifts that you've given us and we just pray that we could give those back to you tonight in song discussion and uh we just pray that the holy spirit would be with us as we do it and it's in jesus name we pray amen amen okie doke very cool so zach so this is your this is your rodeo 
Okay, so I want to start with we should pledge allegiance to Jesus, right? Should we? I mean, Jake is just talking out of his butt with that because, <laughs> you know, no. I, 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 what's funny is that, um, when I, when he first told us that, I, I remember thinking to myself, like, well, that's a, that's super obvious. That's a given, right? Yeah. That's to a me very obvious thing. Yeah. But at the same time, the wording of that is interesting because he is like, there's a lot more to those yeah. words. I pledge allegiance to Jesus exclusively. Is that a political statement to say, I pledge allegiance to Jesus, Jesus first. I, I want to say that it shouldn't be, but at the yeah. same time, politics itself is an idol. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that, but really what I think when I first heard that, I thought to myself, um, this is, this has got to be like the most obvious thing. But then when he kind of described some of the things about like the flag and everything in the church, and I didn't yeah. even know, like for everybody listening, I'm sure you've caught onto this already. There's times when I've just not heard of some <laughs> cool thing that all the other Christians know about. They're right. like, Oh, you don't know about this cool phrase. And I'm like, uh, no <laughs> phrase, huh? Like or, what? Or I don't know. Like, uh, the, well, I think the last time I recorded this, which yeah. I, we should get into, you told me about the <laughs> Christian flag. Oh yeah, and I that's was right. like, "What? I've never I forgot heard of this. we were we were talking about the Christian flag." And how so we'll talk pledge, about that again. Yeah, you can pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, just like the American flag. <laughs> and I was like, "What is this Christian flag? I've never yeah. heard of this." Maybe it's, that's a way to pledge allegiance to Jesus. I don't know. If if but. in your heart, I, well, anyway, we'll dive deep. So. Yeah. Where are we, I mean, where are we at here? So here's, here. here's the question I want us to keep at the forefront as we discuss this thing is, is idolatry a problem in the modern church? Now we are not running around with uh, little, um, statues of Baal around our neck. At least I don't, I <laughs> no don't, I don't, calves I don't know anybody who does this. They're, they could be out there. If they do do this, it might be a like troll. It might be a problem. Atheist person that's Perhaps. not really Christian or anything, but. Perhaps. Um, but maybe there are other idols as well. Uh, yeah. The, the, the fallacy is thinking that if it's associated with church, it's not an idol, but that's not exactly true. Yeah. You can definitely worship church. So, um, I liked your, uh, your big, um, article that you shared, but I guess yeah. I will go ahead and, uh, share let's the, define an idol first. Yeah. For let's, people let's get out there. Let's they get might not know Webster's. what we're talking about. I like Merriam Webster. It doesn't, uh, I think it's just, uh, constantly updated, but it's, it's, it tends to be a little different than just Googling. Like yeah. what's the word definition it seems to be a little more direct. So I'll read this definition of idol, an object of extreme devotion. Mm. And then, uh, number two, a representation or symbol of an object of worship. And then it says broadly a false God. Hmm. Number three, a likeness of something or B, obsolete pretender imposter. And then four, it says a false conception, which I actually really, really hmm. like that fallacy. And then five is a form or appearance visible, but not without, but without substance. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that last one definitely reminds me of some of the things that they talk about in the New Testament, right? When mm -hmm. Paul is going and he's talking to the Greeks and he says, you guys got these idols, um, the Greeks had these, um, uh, all these different gods, right. That they worshiped, oh, yeah. but they were made by people. So they had no, um, really no substance of their own. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they you, were just these things that people made. Right. I don't know if you remember, um, or if, I, I don't know if our list, I don't know the age group of our listeners, but I was subjected to a lot of old, like really classic movies when I was growing up. And I watched the 10 commandments with, Charles, Oh yeah. Charles, Charles Heston. Heston. That's still on TV every Easter. I, I very, very much liked the movie. Uh, I think, uh, at the time it was made, it was probably like a little over the top. Of course, Charlton Heston plays, you know, Moses, Moses. which is a stretch for sure. But, um, I do <laughs> think it's funny there, the part where they're out in the desert and he's like going up to get the tablets. Yeah. I think it's funny how like quickly and easily they're like persuaded to like just make the golden calf and like start celebrating it and stuff. Yeah. I remember being like, they're just waiting for a chance yeah. to make a golden calf. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> they didn't need any persuading at all. Yeah. And then the, of course the, uh, I'm trying to remember who specifically in that scene is like the only one that I think it's like Aaron or yeah. Uh, the, was it the Mason guy? Who Aaron's was like, the one that stands firm. Yeah. Yeah. And says, nope. 
And so, and so in right. that scene, it's just like, <laughs> they're just like, I think that's hey, how it happens in the movie. Is mo- that how it happens in scripture? No, I don't remember. Yeah. I'm going to say the, the, in the movie scene, what I remember is like, he, he's like, well, I'm heading up the mountain. And then the people are like, well, he's been gone a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just make a golden calf statue and like go crazy and like Aaron and them are like, wait, but you probably shouldn't. Yeah. They're like, one. nope, we're already there. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me look this up. We flipped over yeah. on it. Exod- <laughs> Exodus 24. Yeah. Where that is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I'll look it up too. <laughs> Obviously. We want the scriptural story, not the Charlton Heston movie story. But I was just saying that I just wonder if it's different because I I watched that movie um, yeah. on Easter weekend, and yeah. I'm pretty sure I noticed some things that I <laughs> figured out were inconsistent. Con- continuity errors there, eh? Continuity <laughs> with the original uh, script. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I just I remember being like, even as a kid, being like, wow, they they were like they were not hard to convince yeah. <laughs> like they just rolled over. And so the point I was making about all that is to say like it before you know it, you're worshiping an idol and you're totally fine with it. And it's not even like a big deal. And you've kind of lost, lost track of where you started as like, right. a, as a church maybe. Yeah. And a lot of people who, um, who end up in that situation, I think need to take a step back and kind of be like, wait a minute, we're, where, where did we go? Like we were like our, our motto of this church was to celebrate Jesus. And then suddenly we're like super involved in yeah. sports or something. Um, you know? Yeah. That's, there's a lot of things in our lives that can kind of yeah. become an idol for us. And um, I don't know. So like, how do you tell the difference between something that we're just kind of doing as a church that adds to what we're doing as worship or something that truly is an idol um, that's distracting or taking away from it. I mean, that's the trick. Cause I think that it's, it's very easy, you know, yeah. it's like super duper easy. Um, like the problem, the problem that I have is that, and I think a lot of Christians have is they get into a rut where they start uh, living out the Christian life. And then the Christian life itself is like idol versus like serving the Lord. Like going through the motions is a form of idol worship in a way because you're worshiping the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the quote unquote, uh, <laughs> yeah. Christian life. Like, you know, people say thug life. It's like Christian life. Yeah, yeah. It might be Exodus 32. Yeah, Exodus 32. Because I was trying to figure the out, beginning of that story starts way yeah. back, but then the golden calf part right, right. specifically is... So I, it looks to me like maybe the people had this idea and they wanted to make a golden calf, and Aaron kind of gave in. Actually. Yeah, that's what it was. He gave So it was in. a little bit different in the movie than it even is in Scripture, which is interesting. <laughs> I, think that, I think that if I remember correctly in the... You know what? Somebody who's actually seen the movie, you should comment yeah, and yeah. correct us, but... I specifically remember Aaron feeling like really apprehensive about it, but maybe yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I think that he was the one who kind of com- like sort of helped things get moving with that. Yeah. He said, um, okay, take off your gold earrings and, uh, we'll make all these gods out of the gold and we'll cast it into the shape of a calf. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's another thing too. Uh, maybe you're not the one with the idea to start worshiping an idol, but maybe yeah. you go along with it too. That's a scary thought as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll talk probably a little bit more about, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the, cause next, not this one, but the one after the next one, we'll be talking a little bit about how scripture can kind of get twisted. Sure. A little bit. Yeah. And, uh, so when, one of the things that happens is you start thinking about, I don't know, certain scriptures that might back up a point of being like, Oh, well we should, you know, give unto Caesar what is Caesar, and we should okay. like we should obey. So that all means of our, we should go to Vegas and like game yeah. at Caesar's palace, or uh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, you know that that yeah. scripture that talks about yeah. the um, the authority of of people in government, and, yeah, and, and yeah. just so, suddenly that's more important. The, right, right. The getting the getting that right, right, is more important. So, somehow. what do you think about Independence Day in church? Okay, yeah. What are your so thoughts? Fourth of on July. That? Fourth of July. Yeah. So, okay. Because I've seen people um, on Twitter and things who literally say um, America is an evil empire and we can't celebrate it at all in church. Like it would be literally contrary to Jesus. 
But then I also see people who are raising the flags in church and they're like, I'm so thankful for our country, blah, blah, blah. You know, right. where, where's the line with that? What do you think? So here's the deal. I think that, and, and I, I assume that's kind of what Jake was getting to a little bit because you had said that in the Mennonite church, they kind of yeah. have this, they don't have flags. They don't have flags yeah. in the church. Um, but they also don't have like other things that could get in the way. I mean, it's not just the flags, but they don't, yeah, yeah. they don't have pictures of, um, like uh, not to, not to jab yeah. or critique Catholicism necessarily. Oh, like but icons, there's, but yeah. there's like, you know, pictures of Mary and yeah. things, which well, if are you, fine. Yeah. If you know anything about like church history, that was a big controversy. Yeah. In the middle eight, early middle ages. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that the, the pushing of the line comes with where our hearts are. And of yeah. course that's sort of a big, like answer to a lot of our questions on this podcast is like, where's yeah. your heart right. when you're doing right. this? And so when you get, get there at a church and your first thought is like, I like this church because they're patriotic and I'm conservative yeah. Yeah. and 4th of July, they better celebrate and put that flag out and sing God bless America. Right. When that happens, you've got to ask yourself, is this glorifying to God or glorifying to your ego and America's uh, glorification? Yeah. Now I do not, in any way believe that glorifying America is necessarily wrong. I would say that the better way to go about it, which another episode we talked about, like the way to go about things is to first say, thank you, Lord, for this Mm. blessing of this wonderful free country. The, the rights that we, we get to have and the, and the being born here, uh, like winning a lottery ticket in a lot of ways. That would be my, um, and that would be my because, distinction as well. Yeah. All because of what all because God. of God. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that you can employ a lot of different things in worship if they drive back to Jesus. Like I'm thinking back to when we talked to Jonathan powers and we talked about how worship is God centered. Right. right? Um, so I, I've seen patriotic things done in church where um, it's used to drive back to God. Like we're so thankful for this country Right. Or even on Veterans Day, when we talk about like sacrifice, it's yeah. no different than what you would do on like Father's Day or Mother's Day. Yeah. Right. But, um, but of I, course, on Mother's Day and Father's Day, hopefully, our ch- yeah. the, the church you're involved with is talking about where in the scriptures people represented fatherhood and motherhood yeah. well. Yeah. And maybe what Jesus teaches about um, being right. Uh, uh, so, so you're not in your church to like worship the mothers of the church you're in the church to worship God, but hopefully showing the, uh, these people appreciation. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen the same thing done with like veterans. Um, I mean, self-sacrifice, that's a topic that can go right back to Jesus right away. As long as it's driving back to God, I think there's not a problem, but I, I feel like I've seen it done where it's, um, sort of almost crossing the line. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, I think everybody knows at this point on the podcast that we aren't really a, we we are never going to associate ourselves politically or any of the stuff left or right, all of that. And the only reason we're bringing up the flag and patriotism necessarily uh-huh. is because it's Fourth of July, and um, and you're going to probably see it in a lot of your churches. Yeah, I mean, unless you have a a worship team and a pastor who are like, we're just not going to like talk about it at all. Sure, there's probably going to be some mention this weekend. Yeah. at your church of something America related good or ill. (laughs) Well, and, and, and so again, I I think that, I think that a a message revolving around, uh, patriotism or independence of, uh, you know, and how America gained their independence, it wouldn't necessarily be wrong, but the, the source, the goal you're trying to get to with your message shouldn't be. So let's talk about how great America is. Yeah. It should be, Let's talk about how Jesus bought our freedom for yeah, real, for real. Yeah, and yep. the duality of that. And, um, right. You know, we have free, we, we do have like, that's one thing about America that, that, um, you'll hear a lot from, I'm sure from conservative people is we do have freedom of religion. That's one of the things we're blessed with. Sure. We're, we're blessed yeah. with where we have freedom to in the people out there, hopefully that are listening, have freedom to not be religious. And, uh, Oh yeah. There's no press. There's no, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 
religious oligarchy or right. anything else. You have a democracy in America. I mean, some probably feel that there is, but <laughs> yeah, if they go to be. if they go to Saudi Arabia or Iran, you know, yeah, exactly. they will. They might think different. <laughs> so, so the yeah. Yeah. and that's not a that's not a jab uh, jab at anybody, but the the point stays the same, and the point is that. If you're lifting something up above yeah. God and saying this thing is what we oh, care yeah, about, yeah. then you need to maybe take a step back and re-examine your teaching model. Sure. Because and and you know, we're not again, we're not experts necessarily, but I do think that um it kind of goes both ways. The the door swings both ways in that yeah. a lot of communities will gravitate to a church just because they think that the church is patriotic yeah. or just because the church is very into nature something else that they're into whatever and uh and you you can see that too um and i've seen it before as well where yeah um you know we get into maybe an environmental message or something else um which by the way i don't think is contrary to like patriotism or being um i think happy with america i think that a christian person could say in the in in the exact same message yeah how beautiful god's creation that he has blessed us with yeah and in within that creation, the animals, the trees, the sky, the yeah. the, the lakes, the rivers, that, those things exist in an amazing country that he also blessed us with. Right. Yeah. We're so boom, lucky. Boom. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So <laughs> if we did pick a political party, it would be uh, the Jesus again. Pledge allegiance to Jesus. And so um, right. I wanted to bring up this thing just because we're also on the 4th of July. And, and again, yeah. this is not a jab towards trump uh okay. or uh, a jab towards any other president i can't wait to hear this <laughs> but a, but a, but a president can also be an idol yes and a lot of churches will you know, like to maybe uh on fourth of yeah. july talk about the current yeah. president and how he is so great yeah i don't know if I, we went into this so much last time but i you um, mean the first time we recorded the first it? time we recorded okay. this the one that's lost forever sure um i have actually been to a prayer service for both a Republican and a Democratic president. And it sadly, it was two different groups of people pulling it off. I had a feeling it would be. Yeah. But (laughs) both times I feel it was done in a fairly appropriate way. Um, Right. It, it was not like the worship of the president that I expected it to be either time. Um, And so, so the, 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 again, it's about, where your heart is and and how you're doing it. But, um, I think, you know, it's, it is completely God centered to say, I'm going to pray for my leader. Um, whether you, you like the person or not, um, you could still say like, I hope they see you and follow you. Well, you and I have talked a lot on this podcast about how God can change your, your heart. He can change uh, the Holy spirit can do that. Right. And so the first thing you should probably pray for if you're going to be praying for your president is to say, God, please allow him to receive the Holy Spirit first off. Okay. And actually have a relationship okay. with you. Yeah. Second thing, please guide him in all his decisions and, and, and help him to do what is best for the people of God. Let him let him listen to you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so right. the opposite of that would be like we know how great he is and we know mm-hmm. that he is like the best president yeah, yeah. ever, whichever one, uh, you know, yeah. of the last couple you want to use that. Thanks for. so much for putting our guy in. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it becomes very political, it becomes idolatry in the most basic form of mm-hmm. uh, a person. And a I government. have seen that on Facebook. So, <laughs> so since we're on the topic of that, I want to get yeah. to your uh, cool article and talk about some of those different ways we can be, we can make idols. Okay. Again. Yeah. Yeah. But this before, will be good. before we do that, as we're talking about the government stuff, um, let's go to Romans 13, one through seven real quick. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's one through seven. I'll just read a little bit, but I'm sure everybody's heard this one before. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Mm-hmm. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God is has appointed, and thus who resists will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the man who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For mm-hmm. he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, 
for he is the servant of God and avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer, so on and so forth. He's one of the avengers? Yeah, so the 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 argument that I've heard, and I've talked to people about this on, on Facebook as well with our uh, Houseplants Facebook, is this idea, and they call it the lesser magistrate. Yeah. And it's this idea that if the leader is doing what people think he's supposed to be doing from God's authority, yeah. then you should submit to him. And if he's doing things contrary to God's rules and authority, then you should not have to listen to him. Yeah. Or the counter argument is you should just listen to every authority figure because of that scripture. Well, that is how it certainly can be twisted. Yeah. And I mean, Germany at one point in history right. when there was a guy who wasn't very nice yeah. doing things that weren't very nice. If you're a Christian in Germany in 1942, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. 1943, 1944. Well, and, and they would, um, many of them quoted that exact scripture. And that was their reasoning for going along what was happening. So, so uh, that I brought that up to say that um, we oftentimes can use scripture, and that's going to be a thing yeah. two episodes from now. We're talking about twisting scripture. Yeah. You can use a scripture to create an idol for yourself that sure. seems yeah, correct. And that's one of the scriptures you might use to make an idol out of the president or of your government. Yeah. Right. Um, and so on the 4th of July, let us remember where the source of all of our blessings come from. Let's make it uh, about freedom in Christ for us if we're Christ followers. And yeah, and, and yeah. being free to choose Christ in a nation where maybe uh, in another yeah. nation you would be oppressed a, a, a for. It's believing. perfectly fine to be thankful for the, the nation that we've been given. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, Zach, what about this? Uh, yeah. Okay, Lay. switching gears just a little bit, um, we found an article where, at, really it is just taken from a book, um, Timothy Keller, who, uh, he wrote The Reason for God, and a yeah. couple other books that we really like, um, he just talked about how, uh, of course, we're weak and sinful, and we have the uh, potential to fall victim to idolatry. Right. And so he came up with these 20 questions and they each reveal a different uh, idol in your life. So I'm going to read through some of these it's, and we're going to see. It's funny because the, the website says questions, but I remember the first time we did this, I remember thinking it's more like 20 statements that would be true. They're statements and whether you agree with them right. or whether they ring true or not. Right. And so I'm going to put the link in the episode description and I want everybody to pull it up and read through these with us. And if you feel like uh, you're pulled towards any one of these, maybe it might reveal an idol and it might be something that you've not thought. Yeah. That might have power over you. The ones for me that blew my hair back when we first did this were the ones that were so close to being about God that they were like masked. I know yeah. it's almost kind of like, uh, you know, that scene where in Lord of the Rings where okay. Frodo tries to give the ring to Gandalf Mm. And he says, Gandalf, why can't you just take the ring if it's so hard to get it where it needs Don't to go? Don't tempt me, Frodo. Don't tempt me. He said something about, I would try to use it for good, but it would twist me and turn me evil. Yeah. Basically. Um, so that's what, that's what like idolatry out of church reminds me of. That's a really good example. I didn't think yeah. about it that way, but yeah, you're you right. could be, you could be thinking about, um, oh, I want to do this for the good of others. Yeah. Um, and it, and then it gets you. Because it's, you know, as good as it is without Jesus in and of itself, it is not, it, it isn't God by itself. Right. So you need to be doing it for God exclusively. Here's uh, these Tim Keller things. It's from his book, Counterfeit Gods, which is a book about idols of the heart. Okay. Okay. So I have power and influence over others. Wait, wait, oh, wait. Yeah. The first part <laughs> is life only has meaning or I only have worth. If, and then and the then, 20 questions yeah. all fit into that. Okay. I have power and influence over others. Power idolatry. Okay. I am loved and respected by blank. Approval idolatry. That's one of mine. I have this kind of pleasure experience or a particular quality of life. Comfort idolatry. Yeah. I am able to get mastery over my life in the area of... Control idolatry. Control, control. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, know I, a few I think this. I think this is kind of one of mine, but I think there was another one. That's no. A yours bit is better. further down. Yeah, yeah. S people are dependent on me and need me. Helping idolatry. 
I think that one might be kind of mm. close to my mom or my grandmother. Okay. I think that's a mom. That is just a general mom thing, though. Sure. Not yeah. like a big thing. Yeah, it's easy to like help people so much that you get your you end up feeling like you have your worth out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a big thing with a lot of people. Someone is there to protect me and keep me safe. Dependence, Dependence. idolatry. I am completely free from obligations or responsibilities to take care of someone. Independence, idolatry. Um, so yeah, I think mine is like a combination of this one and control a little bit. Um, it's more like I just don't want to be like beholden like to anything or anything. I got that. Yeah, you get you get what I'm yeah, saying. We talk a little bit yeah. more about the, uh, independence and stuff next time. Sure. But yeah, uh, it's a big yeah, thing. But independence, I like freedom. I know, I <laughs> and that's not always good. It freedom freedom from God is bad. Freedom with God is good. Yes, exactly. Boom, boom. Let's keep going. I am highly productive and get a lot done. Yeah, uh, that a little bit too as uh-huh. well. That's work idolatry, by the way. I am being recognized for my accomplishments, and I am excelling in my work. Who hasn't? Who hasn't thought that in yeah. America specifically? Achievement though. idolatry. I have a certain level of wealth, financial freedom, and very nice possessions. I wish. Materialism. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't wish that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it okay. would be nice, but it's not a thing I, you know, idolize or anything. So this one is really interesting. Uh, I am adhering to my religion's moral codes and accomplishments in its activities. Religion idolatry. Pump the brakes for a minute, because I like I, I liked talking about this idea. Can you be so wrapped up? in um the particulars of christian religion yeah that you miss out on jesus so if i if i if i ask somebody on the street to describe a christian not in their uh ideology but their like actions like what does a christian do on their normal daily basis Uh uh-huh i might hear this kind of stuff uh they go to church um they read the bible they like study it there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of doings in there. So what's funny is yeah. that when I read that the first time, I am adhering to my religion's moral codes and accomplished in its activities. You could go your entire life never never uh, relinquishing your soul to Jesus, like never never asking for Him to be your personal savior. Yeah. Never going down that like the most important road you need to, and you could do all of the accomplishments and adhere to the moral codes without any of the relationship. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yep. Without without uh, yeah. surrendering your soul to Jesus, without any yeah. of the important things that come with it. And what's crazy is that um, even if you are a Christian and you already have accepted. Uh, Jesus is your Lord and Savior. You have the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah. You can fall into this trap. Well, think about um, John Wesley. So he was like an Anglican preacher, right? Mm -hmm. And he gets ordained and he like finishes college and stuff. And he writes all this stuff about how um, like true religion is like changing your life. And, um, you know, true religion is like your habits and um, your holy living, like in a way that you're like following all the rules. Yeah. And he gets sent to Georgia, which is a brand new colony at the time to do missions. Right. And he like fails at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not until later that he's back in England that he hears some preaching out on the street and he has an encounter like with the real risen Jesus. Right. It's called the Aldersgate experience where he's like, I'm going to give my heart to God. And so from then on, like the way he writes and like everything he does completely changes. Yeah, ends exactly. up founding like a whole movement and stuff. And then the other side of like, cause he, he almost went on this like journey of uh, exploration and in some ways yeah. and, and, and get to really meet with God. But he was doing all kinds of things for God before he was truly converted. Right. 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 Yeah. But um, in the same way, the, the opposite end of that is somebody like Martin Luther, who in his heart, like, kind of felt these like conflicting things and then decided to go against the current religious moral codes yeah, and like fight against the church to make things right for God. So that is an example of a guy who did not idolize. Well, he certainly saw that things were wrong with what the church was doing. Right. But I don't think he ever wanted to start like Protestantism. Like, I think he was there to stay. He wanted to reform the church. That's why he was called a reformer. Right. When the Catholic Church of that time wouldn't change, he was forced to start something new. Right, and yeah. all I was saying is, like, yeah. the description of this, I'm adhering to my religion's moral codes and accomplishing its activities. Yeah. When they were like, 
saying like, no, we're not going to make uh, Bibles you're, in German. We're not going to. You're going to have to recant everything you said, Martin yeah. Luther. And he's like, uh, I, can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so, OK, moving on. OK. Um, my life only has value. Um, oh, you're on 12, aren't you? On number 12. This one, if this one person in my life is happy to be there or happy to be with me, uh, individual. individual person idolatry. Um, I feel I am totally independent of organized religion and am living by my self-made morality, irreligion, idolatry. Ugh, that's like anti-Christianism. Well, you know, we can't imagine feeling that way probably, but I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, it's like a pride thing. Like, oh, I'm not wrapped up in this religion. So look at me. Good for me. Right. Yeah. Um, my race and culture is ascendant and recognized as superior Yikes. racial or cultural idolatry. That's a cringy one. There. Very. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I hope that we never meet people that <laughs> yeah. believe that. But. Yeah. Um, but num- there may be a small, like, I mean, there may be that like small unconscious voice inside of you that like, maybe you think that even if you're not like actively seeking it. Well, like, I mean, it, in, I'm not yeah. calling anyone out. I promise this is not a yeah, call yeah. out, but there are, th- we do separate by racial community sometimes in churches. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot that goes into that culture being like a big part of it. But I do think culture can be an idol. I really do. It sure can. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, a particular social grouping or professional grouping or others lets me in inner ring idolatry. Yeah. That's like a fight club. Yeah. Just trying to get into fight club. Yeah. Um, my children and or my parents are happy with me. Family idolatry. Mr. or Mrs. Wright is in love with me. That's a relationship uh, yeah. idolatry. We've been there. I've been there for sure. Yeah. Back okay. I, I know a couple people like this. I am hurting in a problem. Only then do I feel worthy of love or able to deal with guilt, suffering idolatry. Yeah. It's almost like they, they feel like um, they can't, they, they focus can't. on their own pain and problems so much that it becomes an idol. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my political or social cause is making progress and ascending in influence or power. <laughs> it's a, uh, ideology idolatry. So we're, we're back to maybe what we were talking about originally, which is this uh, 4th of July patriotism thing. Yeah. And I think it could go either way on the political scale. Oh, uh, um, of course. The, for uh, sure. Again, we're not, we're not nitpicking conservatism yeah. at all, but yeah. ideology idolatry. I think I used to play bass for ideology idolatry. <laughs> um, Deja vu. Boom. I have a particular kind of look or body image. That's the last one. Image idolatry. There you go. So yeah, I'm sure there's maybe even more than those, but um, there's gotta be, there's gotta be hundreds. Yeah. But I will say that the ones that we, we the only reason we brought up the patriotism thing as a topic is just because of yeah. 4th of July. But, but really from this list, you know, that almost any single thing, any, any part of the political spectrum, any part of the cultural spectrum um, the, my college basketball team yeah in the central part of the state oh, that does well multiple times per year yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of people just love 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 the wildcats yeah of kentucky wildcats right we know several people who've made this same comment um but there's there's a couple people we know have gone to like a uk game yeah. and said um man if only people were this excited at church yeah right. so <laughs> so so picture this people for everybody listening you um <laughs> you're sitting with a lot of like-minded people yeah. who all are there for the exact same reason we're on the same gang colors well <laughs> i'm trying to be vague for the thing hold on so you're all there for the exact same reason and that uh-huh. is to to celebrate this amazing thing yeah. that has happened and to uh remember to be supportive in everything that you do and to the community and to the goal that you are trying to be supportive oh, yeah. of. Am I describing church <laughs> or UK basketball game? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully both, but uh there is there is a lot of people who will go to a UK basketball game, somebody makes the game winning three pointer yeah. three pointer with uh only point eight seconds left on the clock, and you start hugging complete strangers yeah. and cheering and crying. And then you get to church on Sunday morning and you decide that it's your nap time or that yeah. you don't need to worry about socializing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's really interesting how um, organizations and things like um, I'm sure universities that have sports teams, um, they they do a lot of social work and social causes yeah. because um, like that's a big thing these days. You want your your company or your organization to be like very socially conscious. 
So it's almost like for some people, you don't need church because you're not even getting like the community at like service element because you're, you can get it elsewhere besides church. It's like, we got to maybe rely on something else. But uh, James K. A. Smith, uh, he wrote this book called Desiring the Kingdom. Yeah. And he talked about going to a college football game. And that was where he started to kind of realize, like, you know, humans just kind of naturally worship. <laughs> we probably don't like call it worship or else we would think what we're doing at sports events is very unhealthy. Yeah. Um, but it's essentially the same thing. You're getting worked up and you're getting excited and you're uh, kind of dedicating your love and inner affections towards something. Yeah. And so an object of extreme devotion, right? Just like what the idol, the definition is now, right now, the thing is too, you're, you're constantly going to, I mean, based on what we've kind of uh, uh, put out there, you might say to yourself, well, I guess I'm just going to have to constantly like check myself to make sure I'm not like making an idol of anything. Now, yeah, what I would say is that God loves everything that you're interested in and loves like all the things about you. Well, I'm sorry. Let me backtrack. He may not love all the things you're interested in. That, that was a that was a bad thing to say. What I'm saying is he loves all the things that makes you you. Yeah. And you're what I mean to say is that when you come to church, you don't just have to stop liking the UK Wildcats. But in all things, when you're giving glory to something, remember that it's God who is the source of the glory. To God be the glory. Yeah. Great it, things the, he has done. The source and yeah. the, the target of the glory. Right. And so what's what's good is that we recognize as a church these times when we feel like we are lifting something up above God and we are saying we just got to make sure this thing is good like, and make sure we're happy about this thing. But um, in all things, like, I mean, uh, in the Bible several times in several different ways, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but it it does say all good things come from from you. Yeah. Who is on high. Right. right. And so when we talk about all the good things that we like, I mean, those all of those things are from God. Yeah. So you kind of have to remember who the OG is. Yeah. Yeah. The things that we get excited about that are outside of God. It's not necessarily that we need to avoid all of them. There's no reason why you shouldn't have fun at a basketball game. It's just that, again, examine your heart. I can't believe I said, uh, (laughs) I can't believe I said God loves all of your interests. We'll have to put that on the list of uh, (laughs) accidental heresy. Yeah, no, that's I I have a few (laughs) of those in here Um, (laughs) throughout the podcast episodes where I say weird Um, stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's like um, like what Jonathan Power said. He said, we don't baptize style. Yeah. He was talking about like contemporary worship versus like Ugandan worship or yeah. bluegrass worship, whatever. He said, God uses it and it's about God. It's about our devotion to God. And that's the important thing. The cultural context around it is just the particulars, just the paint you put on it. There you go. Yeah. And so how do we know that we've crossed the line? I mean, right. Where's the, where, where do we draw it? Yeah. Well, I think um, in, in, in particular, like with church, like things that can come in and affect a worship service. Um, yeah. I just think that we should ask, like, how is this driving the focus back to Jesus? There we go. If it takes the focus away, then likely it's something we need to work on or talk about. I also think another thing, I don't think we talked about this last time. I think that the intentions of the people who plan um, worship is something to think about. Yeah. Because the agenda. Yeah. I've been in worship planning meetings before where we've said things like, um, we got to do this one particular thing because it is this certain particular holiday. And let's just have a little video at the beginning and then like have it over with. To me, I I think that you should be intentional about everything that you put into a worship service because you're, you're communicating something. Yeah. And so I I think if you and your worship team are seeking God together and you're like putting like a service together, um, I think that you'll begin to think about those things. And even if it is 4th of July and you want to acknowledge that we're thankful for the country that we live in, you can still, um, again, drive that back to Jesus and how he bought our freedom, making it possible for us to enjoy the country that we do have. That's exactly right. Yeah. And the, um, the thing is too, um, when you do 
<laughs> when you do have those planning meetings, situ- like situations where you're trying to uh, kind of, and a lot of people, I don't know where everybody is at in church, but there's, I would say most, what would you call those? Most modern Christian churches. Yeah. Uh, Orthodox churches, I guess. Okay. Uh, like uh, your Baptist, Methodist. You're meaning um, like mainline Protestant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So most of those types of churches, I mean, and even Catholic and stuff are going to have this, you know, thing where they plan the service out and they use the, you know, they're like, we have these elements and these elements. Uh-huh. But I think one good rule of thumb, maybe, and this is just my opinion, but I think scripture does back it up very well, is to continually ask this question. How is this element glorifying to Jesus? Yeah. How is it glorifying yeah. to God? Right. How 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 is this drawing people back to the yeah. to the main point? Right. And if we and if we in our planning can do that, then our entire worship set will be glorified. We're not here to play church and yeah. we're not here to have some other kind of agenda that is outside the gospel. If we're not about the gospel, then what are we about? It right. can only be like our own self motives. Exactly. Yeah. And this is not the first time we've talked about agenda, you know, and that's. And not the last time. Not the sure. last time. Yeah. I feel like that, that'll be a, a broken record thing with us. Yeah. Is, um, and, and, you know, not to harp on it, but that is one of the biggest issues we face in our church today is people's opinion and agenda kind of like driving church decisions and doctrine. Uh-huh. And what yeah. we get instead of a like a totally God glorifying church service, we get something where we've appeased certain groups or we've uh, made certain people happy who wanted to do whatever. A great, you know what? If you're ever in the Richmond area or in the Lexington area or anywhere around, and you want to listen to a message that will always turn back to Jesus, go listen to Harvey Cozart. Not to yeah. blow it up and scare it. But I remember something being completely <laughs> yeah. unrelated. Like, I mean, and I'm not saying completely unrelated. Obviously, it was in a church, so it was related to Jesus. Right. But he was talking about something. I think he was talking about money, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think he was talking about, like, financial. Like, so even if it's, like, a theme Sunday kind of thing. Yeah. Because that happens sometimes if you're preaching in a large church. Um, the church will be on a certain theme with worship series, for that weeks, month. Yeah. A series going on. And so this will get dictated to you. Like, you need to worship. Uh, you need to preach in a worship service about this one certain thing. Cause right. we're on, we're on the series where we talk about money. So it's all got to go towards that. Right. And so Harvey's thing that, and he does this so gracefully and so charmingly, uh, you know, he's just full of the, uh, of love for the, just for the Lord, for the Lord. But oh, also yeah. he lets that Holy spirit just kind of like drive him. And I remember in a, in a he will turn it back to Jesus. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you give. Yeah, him. and so yeah. he was he was yeah. doing a, 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 a I think a message on the finances and maybe twenty minutes in he just yeah. starts being like and the reason is because of Jesus who we right, love. Right. Yeah, and he just started like uh, I mean, and to me, and to me that is maybe the purest form of of uh, a message you can give is that in all things it turns back to the one true God. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's, that's the trick. That's how you turn it. <laughs> Cause you know, and it's sad when churches go on these, uh, on these certain topics and I get why I think they're doing it because they're like, we want to provide some coaching to our people. And, um, one, one book that I've read actually calls it coaching worship. So it's like a style of worship oh. that you can do where you actually are bringing people from the community in to hear about, um, just some random life advice there was a church that um, my wife and I visited and they did a series called uh, like people skills. And it was just about like social interactions and stuff. I think that has its place and it's good, but I think you need to really be mindful of how do we drive this back to Jesus every time. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we, um, <laughs> I think we talked about this the first time, but yeah, um, we, we talked about, cause I had no idea about this, but apparently there's a Christian flag. Yep. And yeah, then I pulled it up. And then there is a a pledge a, a, a pledge to the fl- uh, the Christian flag and then there is a pledge to the Bible. Yeah. So maybe I'll Did you uh, get these pulled up? Yeah, I'm going to okay. pull I'll pull up a pledge to the Bible. You pull up a pledge to the Christian flag. Okay, cool. I'll I'll go first. Yeah, so if you went to um <gasps> VBS, particularly if you went to VBS at a Baptist church, you've probably heard this before. Um and Bob was tickled 
is the only way I can yeah. describe it when we brought this up. Um, but yeah, so Jake was saying we need to pledge allegiance to Jesus. And so in a roundabout way, maybe these are some ways that we can uh, saying pledge allegiance to the Christian flag instead of the American flag. But here's the here's the pledge. And it goes like this. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the savior for whose kingdom it stands one brotherhood uniting all mankind in service and in love. Boom. And Boom. see, and I have, and I, I, I have, have no, no issue with that. No issues with no qualms with that whatsoever. They it, spell it, savior the British way on this version. That I what? Have. How is with it spelled? A, with a U. Oh, savior. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's the pledge to the Bible, which is in itself good as well. I think Yeah. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word, I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its word in my heart that I might not sin against God. Boom. Straight out of uh, Amy Grant's uh, lyrics. Thy word is a... Yes, Amy Grant invented that, not the psalm or wherever <laughs> it comes from. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 VBS pledges and one's Bible, one's America, Christian flag, and so yeah, on and so forth. Right. I had no idea that those existed. This was said by millions of children. And probably and what's weird is I've been probably to VBS. still is. Yeah, I've been yeah. to VBS when I was really young. But anyway, I just think uh, I think that's funny because um, <laughs> they, they do have under God in the pledge of can, allegiance, but right, yeah, but people are very some people don't don't want that. that. Yeah. Um, I think the brilliance of America is that you don't have to say the pledge if you don't want to, you know, like I, I okay. never thought, I never thought it was, a, <laughs> oh, no. I never thought it was a big deal. Honestly. I mean, well, well let's not get into uh, a Colin Kaepernick discussion maybe, but like, yeah, we don't have to go super deep into it. But, um, like when I was a kid, we always had Jehovah's witnesses like in school. And yeah. Things. They don't say pledges either. Um, so they would just, they would just not participate. Right. And you know what? I think that's okay. I don't, I really don't care. <laughs> my thing is, my thing is we this. don't worship the country. You know, <laughs> we, my thing is this. Yeah. If we're pledging allegiance to Jesus, um, we have to remember that, uh, in all things, like we've said on this podcast and all things, Jesus is the center of what we are glorifying. That's right. Now I don't, I, I don't personally think that that means that you, you know, shouldn't um, give respect to the, to the country in which you live in. But I also think that uh, patriotism when, when pushed to the extreme can be extreme just the same way that sure. Of course. Uh, Christian extremist, uh, yeah. li- liberal extremist, uh, any of that kind of stuff. And so with, I hate to see it cause it's just an idol. You're just serving something besides God. It's idol. It's idolatry. Way. Yeah. And yeah. so it, <laughs> yeah, it, well, when you're involved in like a political group, it covers like six of those like listed <laughs> it, idols. It can. It, it really it's can. It's like group yeah. uh, success uh-huh. of, of achievement. It's like um, mm-hmm. uh, the pain thing because like you kind of want to like hurt people and hurt, you know. Maybe. Um, it, yeah. So it's, I mean, so, okay. <laughs> where where are we getting to? Let's, let's wrap this up here. And sure. Let's. Let's let me go back here because there was a question you had on here that I like. Oh, uh, it was just about how do we uh, avoid it in the church? Yeah, how do we? We kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, so, what would you say, Zach? What would be your uh, what would be a good way that we can try and both acknowledge and avoid being uh, being idolat? Yeah, I think I think idolatizers. Yeah. yeah. So I think that for like your individual self, um, I think you need to. What was that scripture that says rend your heart? Was yeah. that in Joel? You know, we, uh, we, we talked we, about that a few weeks back. There's a few places that the Bible says rend your heart, but yeah, um, I, I do like, uh, that we've used it several, uh, podcasts. Okay. So you, yeah, Paul talks about a circumcision of the heart. Um, you keep check on where your affections lie. Um, and you prayerfully ask Jesus to reveal those things to you. And then secondly is like idolatry that can happen in groups. And I think that if you're on a church planning team or um, a worship planning team or something, I think you need to just make that one of your values right off the bat. So make it up front. Like we're starting this meeting with prayer and we're always going to pray like 
God let us make this worship service about you as best as we can. So Joel 2.13 is what we have talked about in the past. Rend your heart. Rend your heart, not your garments. Return to the Lord your God. Yeah. For he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, uh-huh. and abounding in love. There you go. And he relents from sending calamity. Uh-huh. Yep. Guess what forms calamity, everybody? Idols. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another thing that's kind of, um, and uh, this is not a slam to any particular person, but I, we've seen a lot of these idol statues pop up next to, like, Christian things, like, to kind of be like, hey, if you get a Christian statue here, we'll put this. Are you talking about yeah or any of those weird ones? Like uh, in public places and stuff. And I would I want to say this to anybody who is an atheist or Satanist or anything out there: we don't hold a statue above God either, right? So I one of the most powerful images with that was um, I remember seeing there was a bunch of turmoil happening in Egypt a couple years ago. Okay, and there was this one uh, very very ancient church that people were worshiping at very beautiful building, you know, they had like Uh stained glass and everything. And, um, like people came along, not liking Christianity and bombed this building. Like, Oh wow. Yeah. And Easter morning, they had all the worshipers there at the crumbling, like rubble of the building worshiping Jesus because their faith was not in that building. They were a group of people who worshiped God yeah. as revealed in Jesus Christ. And that was their main aim. So I'm sure they were sad. You can be sad at the, if you lose your building, I'd be sad too. Um, they they kind of had, the but same, it's not about that. You're going to keep worshiping anyway. That's kind of the same yeah. thing with when they, people were talking about Notre Dame and about, I guess people on online, the yeah. Notre Dame chapel burn and people were like, see, it's because of all of the corruption and terrible stuff. And it's Maybe, like, but and it's like the building, <laughs> the building is historical and, and it stinks that it got burned down. But I promise you that, uh, that doesn't, that shouldn't stop anybody or it shouldn't stop the influence of God in any way. No. Um, Another great example, and I've seen this movie used as a springboard a billion times. Yeah. But the Grinch Stole Christmas, the cartoon one. How yeah. The Grinch Stole Christmas one. I like that he steals all the presents. Yeah. Which are idols and all of the things of Santa and he like uh, ruins their idea yeah. of Santa and all this. And though they don't say God, of course, because it's, you know, a cartoon yeah. uh, and everything. Uh, when he wakes up, he just is so astonished that they still sing and they still yeah. uh, it came uh, without presents. Uh, the idea of Christmas was held above all the other things. It came without packages, boxes or bags. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, if we could if if we could be grinched every now and again and have a sure. lot of that stuff stripped away and we remember who it is we're worshiping, I think uh, our communities will be the better for it. It's the heart of worship thing. Matt Redman talks about coming back, yep. coming back. That's right. All right. Well, well, that was good. Very, very fun. And it should be good because we've <laughs> recorded it three times now. But <laughs> I will say this. Uh, we came in thinking like, oh, we're just going to make all the same comments and jokes. But I think that uh, I think that we just came very uh, genuine this time and, and yeah. kind of did our own thing again. Yeah. So and it was really not completely three times because the first time we stopped about 10, 10 minutes, minutes 15 minutes. Yeah. in. So yeah. um, I'll just say that. Uh, um this week uh, and and this Sunday, we kind of almost have a little series. You want to just call it that? So, uh, 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 idols, idols, self love, self love, and then twisting scripture, and then twisting scripture. Sure, let's do it. Yeah, let's idol, call it idol nation, self love nation, uh, confused nation, perhaps for the third one. I don't Interpret. Know. Interpretation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll figure something out. <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, we want to say thank you so much for listening. Thank Thanks you for, for listening. Uh, Give us all the stars. Give us all the reviews. I want to shout out uh, some people. I want to shout out Sherry Kratzer. Yeah. For being a, uh, a patron of ours. I want to shout out Bob Keith. Uh, we missed him uh, this time. We recorded this episode with him and it was great, but... Uh, we are just uh, we thankful for him for being a patron and also helping out on the podcast. And we got the other episode with him, so you guys will hear that next week. We want to shout out to Vlad, uh, Vlad, Vlad. Vitell, Vladislav, and his uh, his benevolent uh, five dollars on Patreon. Yeah. And uh, see, you can be like all these cool people if you join our Patreon. And to my mother, Patricia Litwinchuk, 
who also is a patron. Uh-huh. And uh, we are, I think, going forward, uh, going to start doing maybe some ads coming up soon. Yeah. I hope that doesn't deter anybody, but it is a way for us to be supported. Um, if uh, if you guys uh, want to check that out, we'll probably have a few things coming up in the next couple of weeks, maybe. Uh, but uh, we shouldn't do anything differently in the podcast, so get ready for those. It'll be a lot cool. of fun. We're going to maybe yeah. try and do like jingles or songs or something. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Come check us out everywhere that there's podcasts and everywhere that there's social media and connect with us. Thanks guys. Thank you. And happy God bless. 4th of July. God bless. God bless America. Uh, he already did. And he is great. It is already blessed. Boom. <laughs>